0: Welcome to living a sex positive life where we can guarantee the topic will be about sex We'll talk about the good and the bad the health and healing benefits The adventures the relationships as well as the crimes and the tragedies Our mission is to educate entertain and just talk about that touchy subject that affects us all sex Now here's your host angelique luna
1: Good evening, everyone. This is Angelique Luna, and I'm here with my co-host, troublemaker, and husband, John C. Luna.
0: Good evening, all.
1: Yes. Now this is going to be an interesting broadcast because we actually have our guest in house, and when I mean in house, in our house and living room, we have Miss Agnixia Roberts. Yeah. <laughs> A little bit louder. I don't think they heard you. A little bit louder now. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to do the quick short uh, bio, and then she's going to expand on the rest. Inixia is an international kink educator and leather woman who is the owner and sole operator of the award-winning... How do you pronounce that? Adrenalize. Adrenalize LLC, a business designed around creating custom quality leather goods that are affordable to all. She has used her skills as a leather worker to create the kinkability toy line, first of its kind fetish gear designed for those with disabilities. As someone who lives with chronic pain along with her partner, she uses her experience to help others with chronic pain through an online support group and classes designed to make daily life and kink easier to manage. When not traveling to teach at kink convention, she volunteers two days a week at the woodshed orlando as a dm educator locally she has been a founding member and co-chair of the nla orlando co-founder of the wilo women in leather orlando co-creator of cfl littles and supporters of winke Women in Kink, Dominance Roundtable, and multiple under-35 groups. She recently created the Kink Coz's design, reminding us to always work together. Welcome! How are you? I am fantastic. Yes, and you brought your partner in today. I did. Yeah. I'm just going to kind of sit there and give us looks there. But that's okay. We're, we're recording it on video, and you get to see it later on YouTube. But yeah. <laughs> we forgot to give him a mask there. <laughs> yes! <laughs> well it's better than dick bear so we're good that sounds like it's a whole
2: interesting well
1: when well, we were at florida f uh florida power exchange they did like various different auctions for fundraising and someone came up with a three foot bear did some shibari roping and attached a dildo to it aka dick bear that we did get in trouble that we had to clothe dick bear
0: the people in the lobby were not as appreciative oh. as the attendees in the convention.
1: Because it was in the sold-out convention. So yeah. with Dick Bear going outside of the realm, he yeah, got in yeah. trouble. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't work. Yeah. Naughty bits have to be covered. Exactly. So. <laughs> should
2: him about Leather Bear being a little <laughs> uh,
1: Later. <laughs> but Leather Bear's cute. He
2: is. We, Very photogenic. Uh, we have our own little, little leather teddy bear that I made that... Uh, He'll sit at the table at events, and we have a little whip that he'll hold on to, and he can just
1: definitely. So tell us about your latest travels and adventures that you've been doing.
2: Oh goodness, uh, now I have to remember where I've been. So Australia. I've been, I've been to Australia recently, um, which was absolutely fantastic. I went to uh, the overarching area that I was in was uh, Melbourne, but kind of the area that I was in more directly was Fitzroy, um, and it was just. Fantastic, and it was really hard to come back because I loved it there so much. Mm-hmm. Um, previous to that, we were in Tampa for FETCON. Back in Orlando for Fire. We've been to Dallas for Beyond Vanilla. Dallas for ILSB. Dallas for ILSB. I, don't what do. I don't remember. This is terrible. There's been too much stuff. I don't remember.
1: Uh, Well, at least it was... Some of the things were in the States that, you know, you didn't need a passport altogether.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I travel with my passport anyways, though, just because... Which, now, if you're traveling, there's a few states that will require your passport. What? Yeah, so look that up. There's nine states that are requiring a passport for domestic travel, so... Um, yeah, if you travel, you might want to get your uh, passport or at least look up if you need it or not.
0: I have never heard of that one, but I'm guessing one's Texas.
2: Probably. I don't think so. I think it's like Virginia or Pennsylvania. It's some. It's states that I would not have expected it from. It was really hmm. weird. Um, wow. But yeah, it just. It
1: was, well, that's kind of scary for me because I, you know, I'm, you know, I'm Mexican, but I'm born and raised here, so
0: i know yeah. that's always a fun thing when we were skirting the uh mexican border it, it was great we actually stopped at a uh gas station and my phone rang and the little text message came up said welcome to mexico so we were close enough to ping, start pinging off the towers yeah so i asked the guy you know hey how far is mexico he literally <laughs> right pointed and said you see that tree yeah
2: when uh it's it's funny um or at least interesting that you can drive I-10 and everyone thinks that, you know, oh, Mexico's this this faraway place that's, you know, there's nothing there for miles. And there's those all this this media spread that Mexico is this desolate place. And it's like, if you actually drive I-10 and get into an area where you get into that border area, all those lights you see are not U.S. lights. That's Mexico. Like... The desolate area is the US side. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's. <laughs> and then you drive through their little border checkpoint areas to make sure that you're not, you know, bringing people back illegally. And all they do is you roll down your window, and as long as you're Caucasian, they just go, okay. Are You American? Yes. Have a good night.
0: <laughs> Bye. <laughs> See, we actually went through, and what's really funny is the border guards were darker than she was. So. Yeah. I'm going, uh, okay, okay.
2: Yeah, it just, it it's, I'm like this idea of, of the way that immigration works in the U.S., I just, it's, people get all uppity about, they're, they're doing all of it, and I'm like, it's not, go out there and look at it before you start passing judgments oh, on it.
0: Mexico's, <laughs> beautiful to the parts yeah. I've been. it's, it's. You know, you put the margaritas and tequila aside, it is still a beautiful place where people work. I mean, it's...
2: Yeah. mm -hmm. Every time we drive out that way, I'm like, can we just detour? Yes. It's right there. I just want to go and and spend a couple days. No, we're on a schedule.
0: Yeah, but it's like any other country. There's a good side and there's a bad side. No one's going to come, hey, come to America. There's this great place called Detroit. You need to hang out there (laughs) at night. Okay. (laughs) Just like in Mexico, no one's gonna go. Hey, come to Mexico City. There's this little alley. I need you to hang out there. You'll have a great time. But you know, parts of Mexico City, Puerto Vallarta, um, the peninsula. We've had some wonderful times in. Oh yeah,
1: the peninsula. Yeah, and then Cancun, Acapulco. Acapulco. No, we haven't. You haven't gone to Acapulco. I haven't gone to Acapulco. Acapulco. Yes, I've only taken you to Cancun. Um, Sounds like we need to do a road trip. Playa de Carmen. Yeah, that's the one. Oh, yeah, definitely. I've been trying to do a road... I want to go back to Mexico City. I need to go shopping at the Mercado de Sonora. That is my favorite place to shop.
2: Road trip.
0: With four of us in a road trip. That'd be dangerous.
1: Yeah. No, As long as amazing. we don't take my parents, we'll be fine.
0: I'm not going with your father. He's going to turn me in.
1: So we'll just set up kink
2: events around North America, and we'll just do a road trip, and we'll hit some... There's There, there are some in Mexico that I've been trying to get to but I think
1: some of them might be men only it could be possible there because that is Mexico yeah but
0: the dream though we've had some friends who have just come come back from Germany
1: yes Europe.
0: Those are the kinkiest of kink events, I think, in the world.
1: I know. Right now they're um, doing we're plotting. I don't know how far it is, but KTCI, Kink Therapy Certification Institute, is plotting a field trip retreat going to fetish places in London, Berlin. I forgot what the other place was. I know they wanted to do a couple of things. but I, I, says, yeah, I was like, I need to go. Yeah. <laughs> We'll see. We're still in the planning processes. So, yes, I know. Because, uh, like I said, our instructor went there. And she's like, oh, my God, you got to find. And she found, like, this apartment. So, we're trying to do, like, a timeshare. Oh, it's just like, oh, yes. Oh, yeah. And it was, like, located close to the fetish district. And it was interesting because there was a boarding school between two fetish clubs. Mm-hmm. And it was normal. Yeah. They actually did a scene outside. Nice. And no one said anything or blinked oh, an eye. that sounds amazing. Yeah.
0: But those are two wonderful words to be put together. Fetish district school? no an actual not like a fetish <laughs> location In not not that
1: well i don't know the boarding school could have been like you know it's like this is what happens when you grow we're up going. i thought
2: that's where we were going boarding school yep.
0: well i'm picturing then you go shopping you're like oh little school girls uniforms is it for school or for other yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah,
2: so the uh the the talking about cool things that you see while traveling. Um Oz King Fest, the event that I was in Australia for, um their fetish expo was inside the the town hall. Oh wow. Like just yeah, sure, come have your fetish expo and sell dildos and leather and whips and floggers in town hall. Downstairs is the library.
0: Well, the one thing just... you mentioned that, that, that still has me thinking is you said you wherever you were staying in Australia, you were in walking distance to two leather shops. Yes. I wouldn't even know where the nearest leather shop is to me now, and I know I'm probably going to have to drive at least a half hour, possibly more. Go
2: in... in the Milk District.
1: Go Bear, We've seen Go yes. over at Salmo. Towards just downtown. A... Yes. They're
2: right yes. by the TG the Lee factory.
0: They make fantastic harnesses. They do, and I went to go there, and I called them up for the hours, and they said now it's by appointment only.
2: Yeah, because he also runs a different business out of there, which I'll leave um, off air. But he's he's got a different business that he runs out of there, Um, so there are times where he can't necessarily
1: always have people come in for the leather side of things. Um,
0: But but they make some great products.
1: Well, yes. Did you not see the latest? Uh, Patty actually did get the Wonder Woman. Harness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yes. And Patty Evans is the director and founder of KTCI, who, you know, went dom on me and made me take it. And I graduated. Yay! Congratulations. Last last week I graduated. Doesn't mean I stopped,
2: according to her. (laughs) See, that's something I got to pick your brain about later because I keep seeing it floating around. I'm like, I need to. This thing, it,
1: it, yeah, it was fantastic. I mean, we learned a lot. We from all different aspects, and and especially the diversity we had in the group. There was a lot of passionate conversations, and like I said, it, some of them were good, some of them were bad, and some of them were kind of interesting. We had live demos, so we had a rope, um, rigger in. Sorry, my, my went r- rope rigger. We had a, a panel of littles come in. We had a panel of subs. Um, so it was not just, you know, learning textbook. We also did hands-on. We did, um, dungeon tour That's while we cool. were in Miami. So I liked how it really encompassed a lot of like the psychology, the Gottman Institute, and what's currently going on on the kink academy, you know, kink world. So, yeah. and I have to work on presentations. So I probably have to pick your brain on which places I should apply to present. All of them. Fine. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> My, my,
0: my favorite part, you can take your spouse to class some days. Yeah.
1: Yeah, classes start in July for next year, and I'm supposed to be teaching. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. Because well,
0: yeah. <laughs> apparently, mm-hmm. I got to watch Angelique get flogged mm-hmm. pretty bad, and I realized I haven't flogged you up until that point. So, dun, dun, it, dun. Yeah, it was that great end of, well, you got it in class, you got no excuse now
1: well actually that was the second person to flog me master Cecil was the first
2: I don't know if you're making that situation any better
1: no but that's just (laughs) trying to remind him because he was there the first time master (laughs) Cecil like flogged me Mm. so talk more about you we're like gossiping here but you know it's like women in leather national Orlando leather I mean there's just so much people need to know I know we Kind of tapped on it when we did the open mm-hmm. house, but this is why we decided to get you an hour to talk more okay um
2: well n l a uh is no longer there's no longer an orlando chapter oh uh, there's just some stuff going on that uh we couldn't get everyone kind of on the same page to get everything done mm-hmm. um so it's kind of a i'm sad to see it go um we're still contemplating whether it's gonna turn into something else or not um But, I mean, we'll see. If there's enough interest and there's enough um, people willing to kind of help something else form, then maybe we do that. Um, We just kind of – it's going to have to take a couple steps. Mm -hmm. Um, Willow is the Women in Leather Orlando. It's a group that um, me and a couple of the the other women in the area have put together uh, as kind of an answer to – Some of the other women's groups that we've seen, like Willa, Mm -hmm. um, which is Women in Leather Atlanta, um, Will, which is Women in Leather, or Women's International Leather Legacy, which is an actual, it's an event that was formed by a group that's all about learning leather history from women's perspective, Mm -hmm. uh, because a lot of people look at leather history and they think just of the guys that were involved, uh, and they forget that women were involved with a lot of it as well. They just weren't necessarily the ones that you saw out as much for for whatever reason either mm-hmm. either through news reporting or through magazines or whatever it happened to be. I don't I don't know particularly why, um, and I'm sure there's somebody out there that's going. I know, I know. I I just don't know. Then submit uh, your answer and educate the rest of us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but for whatever reason, uh, women just weren't seen as often. Um, when it comes to things that when you think of leather, they mm-hmm. think of they think of guys, they think of the Tom of Finland drawings. Mm-hmm. Um, they think of you know cruising the movie that we were talking about earlier right you know it's it's all very male centered stuff. So we formed this group to kind of show the women in the area no you can be a part of this too and you can you can find a, a home in your leather community. Um, so it's been a slow building process. We're still trying to figure out what exactly everyone wants out of it. i um, mm-hmm. trying to find, make sure that everyone's got scheduling time for it. Um, I know I'm probably one of the worst about it. I want to form this thing and I want to do it. Uh, and I'm actually out of town a lot. Uh, so and it's... we got to be careful with your spoons too. So. Yeah. Yeah. I got to watch the spoon count. Um, I get to, I get to a level where I, I, I like to do lots of different things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm constantly trying to find other things to do, and I I run myself into the ground in the meantime. Um,
0: like we've never done that.
2: Never, not at all. No.
0: Never no. overcommitted. No.
2: No. Never do that. And I totally didn't just apply for a new thing. Um, I just applied for uh, Woodhull's accessibility uh, committee, so I'm not going to put. I'm not gonna put too much hope into that one just because I think that part of me really 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 wants to do it and I think it could be a lot of fun and it could be um Mm -hmm. really beneficial for a lot of the stuff going on but at the same time I don't want to get too many hopes put into it um because I know that there are plenty of people out there that have way more experience in this stuff than I oh, do. Oh, no, honey. Come uh, on, D-
1: don't downplay yourself. You, well, you it's just, like you have a lot to offer. You present it there and you present it at various different conferences. And the one thing with Woodhull, yes, it's very political, but it's also very diverse.
2: Right. And it's, it's, not, for,
1: um, it's not for downplaying myself, it's, it's
2: that I know that there are so many people out there that have just founts of knowledge. They just have so much information. Um, And I'm hoping that they're all applying for this thing because the more people that apply for this, the better this committee will be. Mm -hmm. That's my hope. My hope isn't that I'm not qualified enough. My hope is that there will be so many well-qualified people Mm -hmm. that they're going to get the experience that they need Mm -hmm. regardless. Yeah. Um, So that's my hope. My hope is that one way or another, this thing is going to end up with the best people possible to help make sure that the event is as accessible as possible um, which is something i'd like to see at more events we don't have um we don't have a lot of events that automatically have interpreters for asl correct um, which might be because it's not net necessarily needed um uh, but that could be because they've never had somebody that's hard of hearing or
1: deaf show up because they know that there's not going to be an interpreter um but when so they just request that, I mean, isn't that because I know some maybe. for some events they do ask, is there anything that you would like to see or acquire? And some do, and some don't. Mm.
2: Um, it's also a, a financial thing for some places. There, there are some great organizations out there that will help donate um, interpreter time, um, especially that are kink friendly. But you know, there's only so many interpreters and there's only so many people that they can. Uh, get to these events. So I'm sure that money is definitely an issue for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so on the other side of it, I don't know how much of the cost uh, gets prohibited based on you know how many people are needing it. If there's an event that has five people needing it versus one person, you know, and there's only one interpreter, there's probably a bit of that going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but it'd be really cool to see more events that have that available. Mm-hmm. Even if there isn't somebody that year that's there, if enough people can go, no, I saw that there was an interpreter. Maybe more people could go, Oh, well then maybe I really do belong. Right. Um, you know, keeping in mind that when you go to an event, try not to have areas that are only stair accessible. Uh, even if somebody isn't necessarily wheelchair bound, just, I mean, I have an issue with stairs. I'm not mm-hmm. stuck in a wheelchair all day, right. but if I had to sit here and do stairs in an event, I'm just like, all right, this is going to get tough. And, Next thing I know, by the end of the day, I'm walking around with my cane. So Mm -hmm. it's um, we have to keep in mind that when we're planning for these accessibility things, not all of the uh, ability issues are visible. There's a lot of invisible um, conditions.
0: Well, there's definitely a need. Um, I've seen a lot of people with various disabilities, both at dungeons um, and at these events. And some of the most interesting things I've heard was one of them was at an older hotel mm-hmm. and it seemed to be first floor didn't have to go anywhere, but the doorways were narrow yep
1: mm-hmm.
0: and couldn't fit the wheelchairs through yep which again not something you think about until you have the wheelchair or you're aware of that circumstance
2: yeah yeah it's it's uh it's one of those that until you until you're the person that has to overcome whatever that obstacle is Mm -hmm. you just you don't think about it because you don't under you don't realize what somebody's struggles are going to be um and i think it's something that we're we're all guilty of i mean even with the mobility issues that my partner and i have there's plenty of times that we'll look at something and proactively go into it going okay what are the accessibility issues and only then do we go oh right because if we were just going about our day if it doesn't affect us, we don't think about it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And it takes looking at it again with, with the accessibility eyes on basically and going, okay, can a wheelchair fit here? Can a wheelchair get through here? Um, Planning out a dungeon space. Can a wheelchair make it through where all the furniture is with enough space to one, get through, but two get through and not hit somebody. You know, or get hit by somebody. So there's there's a lot that gets in, involved with it.
0: I know even I feel clumsy trying to get not to get <laughs> right you know, don't disturb the scene. That's the number one rule at a done. <laughs> yeah. That's like the biggest the scene. faux pas that vanillas will make, first visits coming in, you accidentally walk into a scene, you don't even know about it. Yeah. But to have a wheelchair and trying to get through is sometimes impossible.
2: Yeah. Or even even days where I'm going through with my cane and trying to like okay, there's toy bags all over the floor. I'm trying to move around with step over the toy bag. Don't bump into the scene. Oh, goodness, there's a puppy coming. Like, <laughs> <laughs> too many things.
1: <laughs> oh, and then there's a little, and their dog got thrown in, and it's just yep. like. Yep. So how did that come about, the CFL Littles? How did you become co-creator on that? So that was something. Oh, goodness. Because I don't see you that much of a little, so that's why I'm just like, huh? I'm not.
2: I am definitely not a little. Um, And I think this was a (laughs) six-year-old project? Because you weren't around at any point. Um, So I think this was... I might be misquoting, but I want to say it was around six or seven years ago. Um, There was a friend who came out, and he was pretty new to the scene. um, And he expressed interest in being a little Mm -hmm. and I was kind of like, well, I don't really know a lot about this, but you know what? There's nobody else in the area that knows about it either. So let's, let's just do it. Um, and we planned him a birthday party and it was, I think his age fell somewhere in the four, three or four year old area. Mm -hmm. Um, so I was like, we're just gonna, we're gonna plan a birthday party. And we're going to leave it as an open invite that any of the other littles in the area, because we don't know who they are, they can just come. I invited another friend who does uh, magic shows. Invited him to come Ooh. out and do a magic oh, show. Oh,
1: that's
2: fun. Um, and I broke out coloring books and crayons that I had um, and whatever toys I could find. And I just kind of put it down. um, as an event and suddenly we had like 15 or 20 littles wow. in the dungeon <laughs> I was like where, where did, did you guys come, come
0: from that's awesome
2: <laughs> where, what is going on and I think I, I think there was a little frustration from the dungeon owner's side because all of a sudden it went from this you know, nice tough dungeon with S&M and all of a sudden there's stuffed animals everywhere <laughs>
1: So you were one of the corporates that, like, integrated out of that. Um, so,
2: yeah, they just, just all of a sudden there were stuffed animals everywhere. And I remember his face when he walked in. He's like, what is going on? I'm like, it's a littles thing. Just trying to get you more business. Yeah. Um, so it eventually, there was, there was uh, two other um, women there that, identified as littles and they really enjoyed what had been going on so we sat and talked and i was like look i'm gonna i don't understand necessarily the mm-hmm. little side of thing just because it's not part of me uh, but i can appreciate the fun you guys are having i can appreciate the things that you guys are doing if i can facilitate this then i will mm-hmm. is this something that we're interested in and they went yes <laughs> so for about a year um I ran and organized, um, with the help of these two other women, this central Florida littles group. Um, and it just kind of every month we would have something, uh, in July, it was a fourth of July party in August. It was back to school. Um, I can't remember September, but like October had a trick or treat Mm -hmm. March. I made, um, Corned beef and cabbage, and we had a rainbow hunt where they had to find rainbow-colored stickers and bring it back in exchange for candy. Like is oh, that so adorable? Easter egg hunts. Like, anything <laughs> that I could think of that would fit. And thankfully, there's a holiday just about every month that you can make cute. Cutesy Aww. stuff,
1: yeah. Well, there is.
2: So it just... For a little while, I felt like I was a kindergarten teacher, and it was kind of cool. <laughs> um, But by the end of it, they're just it was there was too many months of only two people showing and it just kind of became one of those was like, okay, it's, it's time for it's run its course. It's time for it to be done. Um, I think the group got passed on to somebody that might still be doing something with it. I'm not really sure. Um, I haven't really kept up because the person that took it over, um, we just don't, we don't speak, um, very much. So if it's still going, then great. Um, I'm not really sure.
1: Well, it's we've kind of seen a... it in Fet Life under events over at Gods and Monsters. I think it's like the second Saturday of the month or the third Saturday where they get together and have lunch and color and activities. So yeah. I've okay. seen
0: a little of it here. I know it's, there's definitely an active little community out in Tampa.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, Florida Power Exchange is for everybody. I mean, we they had a whole room dedicated to the Littles. They had, you know, reading with the governess. They had movie night. And they were everyone's lifesaver, literally, because if we needed su- supplies or anything, go to the Little Rooms. And that's what we did because I needed a pen and yeah. paper. I went to the Little Rooms, got myself construction paper and markers. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it, they were awesome in that aspect. So, yeah. Yeah, it's
2: been it's been nice to see that other places are creating space for it. Um, I think for me, it just turned into one of those that I was like reserving spoons. Mm-hmm. I can't mm-hmm. keep putting spoons out for something. Right. It, it yeah. just wasn't. Um, so I'm glad to hear that things are still going on because that's that's good. It's yes. it means that they still have a place to go. So
1: um, let's remind our audience what spoons means. I know oh. we're you know we're very familiar because of therapy and yeah. the medical field, but Please explain spoons
2: so spoons are um, a concept that I'm forgetting her name because this is part of what happens to me uh, A woman that uh, her website is uh, but you don't look sick.com I believe um, she came up with this idea of spoons by taking her friend to lunch one day and her friend asked her what it was like to live with lupus. Um, And she's trying to explain it and trying to explain it and it basically just turned into a situation where she grabbed up all of the spoons from all the surrounding tables and just handed them to her. She goes, here, hold those. And she went through her day and started taking spoons away for each activity. One, two, however many spoons. Mm -hmm. Um, And before she got, I think, about halfway through her day, there were no spoons left. And she's like, well how do you complete the rest of your day? And she said, you don't Mm -hmm. once you're out, you're out. You've got no more energy to spend. So spoons are kind of just this, um, arbitrary kind of abstract unit of energy measurement, um, that people in chronic pain, disability, um, mental health, um, all of these communities use as kind of a way of just going, you know, this is my allotment of energy, I've heard other people refer to it as uh mana mm-hmm. i've only got this much for spells to cast yeah uh, which <laughs> i think is cute as well so um <laughs> it's it's helpful though especially as people um get used to the verbiage and then you get used to hearing it it becomes a whole lot easier to say i don't have spoons for that rather than going i'm tired because if you tell somebody i'm tired they're just like well then suck it up and get a coffee it's not the same it's not the
1: same especially you know like you said in the mental health and you know chronic pain because that's where i I learned it you know because i think i first learned about spoons during class because um our instructor was going through a lot of uh, chronic pain and just kept saying spoons i'm like what the frick is a spoon and then you know when you see the visual you're like oh Mm -hmm. yeah it makes sense yeah usually when i teach that class
2: um getting a bunch of spoons is actually a little expensive (laughs) oddly enough um so i'll use like i'll get boxes of coffee stirs and (laughs) use the these are your spoons and just hand out coffee stirs um just random numbers and we'll go through it that way and it 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 makes it so that it clicks it gives people that like ah so it's fun it's really neat
0: Oh, it's, it's the same thing I've seen a lot. Um, I have friends with diabetes. Mm-hmm. And when you hear someone say, I need to eat now, it's like, oh, fuck, go get a candy bar or something or, or, you know, suck it up. It'll be another hour or two. And then when you hear, okay, they, they have diabetes, my friends I'm like, okay, if you don't, you're going to pass out. That's a different story. And, and it's kind of the same thing with other illnesses that you don't have the endurance. It's not your fault. It's not it's not a matter of will, Yeah, which is what people first think of. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, or better yet, it's not even. A, uh, people think it's also a matter of age. Yeah. Because we're asked, "Oh, well, come on, let's go out and do other stuff." I'm like, "No, no, the day's done." Yeah. I, I did get up at six in the morning. You got up at one. Yeah. I'm not 23 no more. Yeah. The day's over.
2: Yeah, I had uh, I had a day um, two days ago, I think, uh, where I think everything just finally caught up with me, uh, where I I slept my normal. Seven ish hours woke up had left over something uh sat there i was trying to watch my tv show and like catch up on whatever social media stuff that i had to do and start getting work done and i'm sitting there on the couch just and next thing i know i'm like i I have to go back to bed Mm -hmm. but i don't have a choice at this point Um, I woke up with only enough spoons to eat and go back to bed and it just, I haven't had that. Yeah. I haven't had a day like that in a while. Right. It just, it, I woke up again and I was like, okay, clearly something caught up with me Mm -hmm. and I finally just said, no, you're done. You're done. There was no option at that point. There was no, oh, I'll just tough through it. My body was like, nope, you're going to sleep. Either it's on the couch or it's in the bed. Pick one.
0: <laughs> and the important thing is not to think of those days as failures. Yeah. They're not. You're, you're, you are operating at 110%, even though some days you have to you know be in bed 12 hours a day. Yep. Yeah. So you do all these events. You play with all these or have started many of these groups or mm-hmm. led many of these groups. I want to hear about your leatherworks. Oh, 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 her being
1: the or- creator of kinky fuckery toys.
0: I love that term, kinky fuckery. Toys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, is that incorporated?
1: I don't know. We have to double check. Maybe we should. No, that was not mine. <laughs> yeah, that was mine. I because I, I thought her idea for the show title, Leather Woman and BDSM Educator, was kind of missing something Just because flat. she created, you know, all her leather wicks. Because you did buy her floggers there or yes, things. I did. So I'm like, we had to mention what you created. So. <laughs> And it is kinky fuckery. It's true. It's true. Patent it. You got to patent it. (laughs) Patents are so expensive. I'm not patenting anything.
0: No, no, no. You could do a free, free, what's it called? Trademark. But I would go Mm -hmm. ahead and just, you know, spend the the 50 bucks to get the occupational license just to make the clerk look at it and go, kinky fuckery fuckery
1: toys. (laughs) I'm
2: sure somebody out there probably has it.
1: I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know. Sh- that Fifty we... Shades of Grey is the one who came up with it and then we're just kind of mm. mm, I know mm-hmm.
0: it, may, it may sound more corporate if we call it you know kinky fuckery enterprises sounds much more corporate there
1: it does much more official
0: you know you could talk about we get you got our Australia branch You're right. in theory <laughs>
1: <laughs> well you know considering we can make a t- you can make a t-shirt out of everything anything so yeah put the leather bear right there kinky fuckery corporation enterprise make that bear more famous than he is right <laughs> he needs some more followers he's not i know that's what i said if you just throw he in the key he not quite have enough followers yet i think he needs more what he has his own instagram you haven't shared his instagram he has, page he has
2: his own uh facebook page the adventures of leather bear
1: no he needs an instagram page it's he so does. much easier that way you take a picture of him everywhere yeah. i just
2: have to uh i have to be better about getting pictures of him places um He's the perfect size for like hanging out and cuddling, but he's not the perfect size
1: for like taking places. Like that's why you buy a little backpack or travel bag to put him in there. Right, or make one. Or make one. Yeah, because yeah. we have kind of a.
2: He's kind of a, a, a good size for a lot of things, except for oh yeah, here I'm in a restaurant. Don't mind this teddy bear
1: sitting on the. T-. <laughs> he's only a two foot bear, so he's not. He's got some yeah, well, yeah. Well, look at all the leather gear you have the guy on. Come on. <laughs> he's a leather bear, so. Yep.
0: I don't know. If I could bring in the cameras, I'd almost want to go into a nice restaurant with the leather bear <laughs> and order for him.
2: I mean, I could make him a little, like, tie. And
1: yes! <laughs> he, he's formal. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, because we have a friend who travels with her Pomeranian puppy, and he has his little backpack, and he goes yep. everywhere. Mm-hmm. So I think leather bear needs his own little backpack to travel just yes. saying. Kaylee
2: yeah, Kaylee's got a backpack.
1: So, there you go. Could travel with a dog. That'd be interesting. <laughs> well, Kaylee's
2: supposed to go with me wherever anyways, but sometimes it's not as feasible.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Learned that. <laughs> All right, sorry, we digress. Back to the yep. kinky fuckery toys.
0: Well, I want to give you total time to pimp yourself out. Yeah, um, you
1: know. Um, How you created it, what was the idea... So, originally,
2: the company was something that um, an ex of mine knew how to do. Uh, And he taught me when we got together how to make my own toys, because toys are expensive. Um, And it turned into one of those that I kind of really enjoyed doing it. And I was looking around in our local area. We didn't really have uh, affordable toy makers. There was somebody in the area that they were selling single floggers for anywhere from 250 to 300 dollars, mm-hmm. uh, and it just did not match as once i knew what it took to make them mm-hmm. i was like there's no way it costs this much um and i know everybody looks at toys and they're like it shouldn't be that expensive put down amazon put down ebay um a $20 flogger is probably not going to give you the the longevity that you're looking for or the feel. Oh uh, mm-hmm.
0: yeah.
2: Um, but it just, it turned into a situation where we kind of looked around and I was like, have you thought about turning this into, um, a business? And he just, he didn't really think that it was going to be something that was worth pursuing. Um, after some poking and nudging a little bit, um, we kind of both settled that we were going to go ahead and do it. Um, time went on, we split and kind of went Mm -hmm. my own way with it. Um, and just kind of haven't looked back and it's been, it's been an interesting journey. Kind of, I mean, it's, it's a lot of fun to do. Um, it's become a little more challenging now that I realize that my pain conditions are getting worse and, and there's been some stuff going on. Um, So it's been, it's been a little tough to keep up with some of it, but I still keep trying. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's kind of where I'm at with it right now is I've got to keep trying to stay on top of it because I want to keep doing it. Um, It just, it takes more out of me now than it used to. Mm -hmm. And it's killer. Um, I love doing it and I love, getting to create new things and watch people's eyes light up. Uh, It just gets very difficult to stay on top of everything. Um, And everybody's like, oh, well, then you just need to hire somebody to help. And I'm like, yes, but I can't afford to pay anyone. And I will not do that to somebody. I will not say you're going to come work for me and not get paid. I
1: I can't do that. Unless you get an apprentice who wants to learn, then that's totally different things. But I doubt anyone is willing to do an apprenticeship now, but I
0: mean never know anymore. There are you never
2: there know. are a few that have offered it just part of it also comes down to like there's this fear inside that as soon as I teach somebody how to do something, they're just gonna run off with it. And it's like, no. Um oh. so it's there have been people that have offered to help, um and it's become a very tough situation of trying to figure out Where can I use the help without risking the business? Mm -hmm. Which seems like a very odd thing, I'm sure, from some of the people listening. Um,
1: Well, no, because it is your craft. It Mm -hmm. is what you have created because it is amazing work. I mean, John has so much fun with his little things over there. (laughs) (laughs) He's hit himself a few times. So, yeah, (laughs) it's a work in progress. Yep. Yeah, we're trying. He got mad at me one time because I Snapchat it. It's like, oh, you look so
0: cute. I wish you into looking at Kronos next.
1: Oh, jeez. I <laughs> don't know. What's no. Kronos?
2: Kronos is a 12-pound flogger mm-hmm. made you, out of all you, bull hide. It's very dense.
0: You, you named it? Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, you have to name your products.
0: There's three products.
2: Yeah, the so Kronos got its name because uh, about five years ago, a friend asked me to make a pair of floggers that were specifically designed uh, for his use and his use only. Um, the handles were designed to be wider than average, which meant that you had to have the wrist and grip strength to hold on to it. The weight of them was designed to specifically be heavier. Um and he wanted something that was just really thuddy. So we came up with after quite a few conversations and understanding that, okay, if you use this and you don't use it, well, you're going to tear your rotator cuff. You're going to, there's going to be some problems like using a flogger. That's that heavy momentum takes over. And, uh, you know, so we kind of, we had this conversation and we came up with this pair, um, with heavy wood handles uh, that were made out of Purple Heart. Uh, it's a pretty dense wood. Uh, and then a bunch of bullhide falls, which is like 75 of them on each. And those were named the Twin Titans because they were just huge. Well, what
0: the original name? Huh? What's his
2: name for them? Oh, he also calls them his feathers because they're pink, green, and purple. Um, He identifies as a peacock. Okay. So he calls them his feathers, um, but my name for him is the Twin Titans because they just, one, they're twins because they're just, they're my babies. And every time I see him and every time I see them, I just sit there and pet them like,
1: my babies are back. The proud mama right there. (laughs) Um,
2: But after coming up with that and then coming up with something that's bigger, I was kind of like, well... Kronos, that'll work. It's bigger than the Titans and
0: Awesome. Kronos is hundred plus falls. Yeah.
2: It's it's at least a hundred and something falls and just
0: huge. So again, very familiar and happy with your floggers. Yeah. Are there other products you also make?
2: I do. I do floggers, dragon tails, um, Thumpers, which are kind of like a, a shot loaded rain stick. It's uh, not the bunny. Leather wrapped. Um, I do the leather stuffed animals, like leather teddy bears. Um, purses. We've so done some hold, harnesses. Hold. Restraints. Restraints, collars, and cuffs. Oh my. Holster bags. <laughs> belts. Belts. Uh, made ties. Sam Browns. Uh... Yeah, actual clothing? yeah, I don't do full-on clothing. I've done some accessories, mm-hmm. but not. People have asked me to do like jackets and pants and stuff. Like, I just that would cost way too much.
1: And yeah, it's too much effort into it huh? because of different these... sizes. Yeah, because yeah. with leather is not the same as cloth. You can't hide the s- the stitches and yeah, the seam ripping if you like. Yeah, screw you screw that up, up a up. seam and you're done. Yeah, exactly. That's an expensive a mistake.
0: Yes. So I know coming up, uh, our sponsor, The Woodshed, is going to be doing, I know they're advertising as a shopping extravaganza. Yes. Are you going to be there?
2: I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know yet.
0: Maybe. We'll see. Yeah.
2: <laughs> One way or another, you'll be able to get our stuff there. Even yes. if it's just in the lobby.
0: That is true.
1: But they could find it on the website, right? Yep. Which is? AdrenalizedLeather.com. Mm-hmm.
2: Or okay. the Adrenalized Leather Facebook. Or
1: Instagram. Or Twitter.
0: <laughs> Which has lots of pictures of leathery stuff. So I highly yes. recommend viewing.
1: Yes, I think All we forgot things. to tag that when we showed your photos there.
2: Mm. So. And we're also, we're now, we have stuff. Well, I have to restock them, but we have stuff for sale at the Woodshed, the Phoenix Club in Tampa, Leather Masters in Dallas, uh, Passional Boutique in Philadelphia. Um, what
1: is it? and then also Australia? You just
2: what is thing called? Bastille. oh uh, Bastille, which is out of Texas as well, I think.
0: I, I just love that word.
2: Um, what Bastille? Bastille. Yeah. Um, Lucretia and Assad in Melbourne, and Sax Leather, which is I guess owned by Lucretia and Desaude as well, and Eagle Leather in Melbourne as well. So there's stuff all over the place. We're trying to, I'm trying to kind of get to some more of the the wholesale stuff. Well, oh, we need
1: to introduce her to um, Cheyenne and Carl of Kink Crate, who are our sponsors with this month's mm. contest of a box. You just need to review and subscribe and send us a photo at livingasexpositivelife@gmail.com at gmail.com to enter to win a Kink Crate subscription box. Mm. And I think they would be a perfect match because I know they're trying to do locally and they're based out of Jacksonville.
2: Yeah. I just have to figure out what I can make that falls in that price
1: range. (laughs) Oh, trust. The subscription boxes are about, what, $45 including shipping and handling. And the toys included in the box range from anywhere $75 to $150.
0: Retail Retail is what they're shooting for. Yeah, retail
1: that they're shooting for. So, yeah. They had a bunch We'll have to show you the medical crate and then the rope crate we got. Yes, because for
0: the rope crate, they actually include, included um, three different ropes. Nice. And, you know, those ropes are usually what twenty. About twenty bucks.
1: Twenty bucks. Each. Yeah, because it was a leather so, rope, a hemp rope, and a cotton rope. Nice leather.
0: Leather. Yeah, rope. I've
2: thought about doing leather rope in the past, and
1: yeah, see this. yes, Ooh. the leather rope. Curious to how that and went then, out. Yeah, and they include stickers and candy and a book to describe the whatever the the the, the, the pocket book is. Manuals. no there's also the pocket manuals but they have like a diary book that oh. explains like we had a rope diary and then we had the medical play diary that goes and explains everything that's in your box and how to use it very cool. So it's really cool, which Professor Sachs did a lot of their, that does a lot of their writing and explanation for them. And they
0: were nice enough to send me a, a gift crate for having them on the show a few weeks yeah. ago. You I mean, were going s-
1: crazy at the minute they told you about it. So the yes. medical. Play. I now,
0: I now own a speculum. Yes. I haven't done anything with it, but I own it. <laughs> but-
1: We just got it last week, and I was out of town, so it's trying to (laughs) catch up. Oh, come on. It's what? It's Wednesday? Come on. You've had how many days? Yes, I know, but we had date night. We had, yeah, exactly. And then we had the child's birthday. Come on.
0: Yes, I would like to come home and go, hi, honey, hug. Okay, bend over and relax. (laughs) But, you know, there's a a little more. to Just
1: make sure you warm it up first. Yes, that's what I told them, to warm it up. Yes, no, warm it up.
0: Don't put it in the freezer? What was that? No? Put it, uh-huh. put it in the freezer. Okay, got it.
1: Put, yeah, you put it in the freezer.
0: Okay,
2: there you yeah, go. Yeah, no. No. You know, specklums can go into the butt too, right? Yes, they can. Keep it up. <laughs> I can get one.
0: One of Oh, don't
1: worry. If I hook you know up where with king a crate, you'll get one. <laughs> I know where to
2: get a horse one. Keep it up.
0: Hey, Christmas is coming up, guys.
1: Right? Yes, yeah. exactly. That's why we're promoting. And Journalize, LLC, kinkrate, um Pink calves, yes. Because we're—I will be doing a special coming up, so you guys could shop with everyone who we had on the show. So that way, you know what to get your kinky lover for for the Christmas holidays, or Jewish, or whatever celebration you do during the holidays—Kwanzaa, Three Kings, yeah. I'm Uh, just thinking,
0: you know, of all the memorable gifts I've gotten over Christmas. If I actually opened one up and found a speculum, that would—that a hundred years from now, I'd remember like. 2017 Speculum. I remember that. So show. you need
2: to come to the Woodshed Holiday Party. Ooh. Because we do a white elephant exchange. Ooh. And you will get... You could get cookies. You could get a Speculum. You could we get a knife. Work. You could get a lead weight. You could get... No coal? Oh. I mean, if you think of it as a, as a weird gift, it's probably in there. Uh, there have been Hitachis given out. There have been... <gasps> All kinds of stuff. So,
1: yeah, we've been been trying
2: to encourage people to stop giving gag gifts because it's like, no, come on, give a good gift so we all actually go home with something good. I didn't want this center (laughs)
0: block with tape around it. Yeah. Many years ago, Angelique came to a conference. This is when we were way before the podcast, just weren't getting started. And um, people would bring, obviously, the prototypes or the not yet released stuff. Yeah. And I'm not lying to you, I still have it. She comes home cuddling this thing like a baby because it weighs about as much of a baby as a newborn baby.
1: We're talking Isn't about the Great us. American Challenge. It's about the a little bit my arm
0: Sweet, it's your arm. Yeah, it's literally be, it, my it's arm, big, arm from It's my It's It's your arm.
1: But it's uh it's pretty round. It yep. was like that. Probably as round as my microphone right now and that big straight across. <laughs> So yeah, I, I was cuddling with it. I was super excited when they said, "Oh yeah, you can take it home." I'm like, "Really?" She put googly eyes on it,
0: and she went on the airplane with it too.
1: <laughs> That's a carry-on. Oh about, about
0: yeah. <laughs> you want to tell them about the upcoming things we got coming with and Rods?
2: Yeah. Rides? Oh no, not yet. I still, I don't want to release that yet. I'll mm-hmm.
1: we'll just
0: are say things, there's things in the works. There are things,
1: things in the works. Follow the Instagram, follow their yeah. social media to keep up with it. Yeah, there's stuff in the works. De definitely. Oh well I guess this is our time has come to pass. Uh yeah. Oh, it's an hour. Been Can an you hour. believe that? Yeah.
0: It seems like we just started, doesn't it? It does. I know we been putting you a lot of anything. commercials in like between. <laughs> I'm here. You're here. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, he'll be in the video because we are recording this. I know we we kind of promised to be doing the videos and the audios, but sometimes life gets in the way. But it's been fun to actually have our first guest in our house. Yeah. <laughs> so, how can everyone find you? So, you can find
2: me on Facebook on Ignixia Roberts. You can find me on Instagram on the same thing, Twitter on as Ignixia. Uh, website is ignixia.weebly.com. And I think that's everything. It doesn't feel like everything, but I think it is.
1: Well, then that's where people could find you on your world tour and yeah. your next education. Do you post your education workshops on your website? I have a
2: couple things on the website as far as educational handouts and whatnot. Okay. Um, but I don't have video of any of them yet. I am working on building a little YouTube channel of little itty bitty videos, mm-hmm. uh, which on YouTube, now that I have it, Ignixia Roberts, I think as well, is the same thing. Um, I've put up a, a thing about disability and kink and consent already, um, as well as the mm-hmm. vendor room from ILSB, which was one of the events we went to recently. Uh, so which slowly is I'm building con- content. Um, international Leather Sir Boy International Community Boot Black. Thank you. ILSBICBB.
1: I know for some of us it's like oh, she... say what? It's like I can only do my well, ABCs.
0: Although I do love your intro because she almost sounded like PhD would be in there somewhere. There yeah so definitely. There's so many letters after the name. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we could have created a couple more for her.
0: <laughs> I'll just make some stuff up. We're good. Well, at least you have to make them up for me. For you, it went.
2: Yeah. But, but yeah. So I'm working on building some some video content and seeing if I can do that. Um, and hopefully, as I start going to events, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of do a little bit of what you guys do, um, but instead of it being podcast, I want to do little video interviews um, just to put up on YouTube. And we'll see how it goes. I don't know. I know nothing about this stuff, so I'm gonna have to pick your guys' brains and be like.
0: That's what we're here for.
1: Oh d- yeah, definitely. Between the GoPro camera and now the freaking iPhone, everything. You know, you could do a whole movies because we found out um, a whole community that does cell phone movies. Mm-hmm. So that's how they create, you know, interviews, movies.
2: Yeah, I've got my little, I've got my little thing that helps me hold my phone so I can do my selfies.
1: And yeah. <laughs> and problem is, that way. Yeah, I have the little wallet case, so I can't really do that. It'll mm-hmm. just mess me up all right i know we get so sidetracked all the time we have so much so fun
0: conversations are so much fun yeah,
1: part two this is the part two what do we need a part, part three, three. <laughs> remember i fell in love with you at the. i'm like i want more I want... you had me hooked the first time i was like Ooh. oh my god and then how much how many months later did we schedule this yeah i know yeah yeah <laughs> many months later So, please, if you love and appreciate everything that we do, visit our website, livingasexpositivelife.com, and go to the sponsor page. Everything that you purchase there helps and contributes to running and funding this. We are self-funded please help me stay self-funded as much as possible and not have to get a real job. Hint, hint. Well, any which way I have to get a real job because now that I've graduated from the King Therapy Certification Institute, one of my goals is to continue to do the sex coaching and education. So I am available. Um, please feel free to contact us and reach out. I could always be found everywhere on social media under livingasexpositivelife.com or Twitter is under LivingAsexPLife. Go figure. I have to make it short (laughs) on Twitter, on the Twitter there.
0: Um... Well, I want to go ahead and plug the upcoming uh, for the Woodshed. They're shopping extravaganza coming up in November. Mm -hmm. I believe it's in November. I know this weekend is their uh, Halloween party, which I'll be attending. Ooh, spooky. Look for the pirate. I'm sure there'll be many.
1: Are you sure it's not the toga pirate?
0: Ooh. Well, you see, I have a pirate outfit, I have a toga outfit, and I have a Deadpool outfit. And if I could combine them all into one outfit, that would just be one fucked up uniform. Like Deadpool
2: Deadpool very easily would wear a toga and a pirate hat. Yes.
0: Hmm.
1: He has. He has. I ha- went
0: last week as Deadpool, and I was actually looking for a unicorn, because I, I, I was going to negotiate riding her, at least for the pictures. <laughs> or him. I'm not going to discriminate. <laughs> So we got that. Again, I'm going to go ahead and just plug that we do have a contest going on uh, this month for Great. Yes. yes. So review us, take a picture, like us. What does it send us? A photo of it? Yeah,
1: proof of life. A photo that you have subscribed and you have written a review. to, And you email the photos because that gives you two entries.
0: Is it on iTunes?
1: Either iTunes or any of the subscription, but iTunes is God when it comes so to podcasts. iTunes, podcast. Google,
0: Spreaker. Spreaker, go ahead and review us, like us, send us some pictures, and we'll have a contest. And we're going to give away a King Crate.
1: King Crate, yes. Mm-hmm. Contest ends on October thirty first. We will be announcing the winners on our next podcast, which is Wednesday, November first. So hopefully, you guys would share the love and get the information out there because people need to be educated.
0: And if you want to reach me, I'm as John C. Luna on Facebook and Twitter and uh, FetLife usually. But um, reach out, say hi, and uh, give us some comments.
1: Have a good night, all. Thanks. Good
0: night.